Yo. What up, what up? What up, though? Episode 76. Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things having an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Yo, I don't, I, what do we call I don't even know what we're I don't, calling this, I don't bro. Know, man. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't bring the bottle up here. Uh, so we... You know we like to experiment with the we gin slip, and tonics. We slip in today. We, we slip in today, man. We don't. We don't have four podcasts, four drinks. It's, <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> but, we only recording one. Yeah, we only recording one. <laughs> Those are the director's cuts, bro. That's for the. That's for the DVD series that, later on. That's for the premium pack. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to my Patreon and my OnlyFans, and you'll get the. <laughs> but. Uh, all right, so this is our take on another gin and tonic, but we're doing this uh, from Tanqueray. Does the Sevilla Orange Gin, uh, which is really good. So we we've tried it a few different ways. So we originally did it with the Elderflower tonic, and then we did a muddled orange, and then just the gin, and it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. But then we did it with the muddled lime. Sean said he'll throw some limes in it, so we muddled lime. So just lime juice. And then we did it with the ounce of uh, the gin, an ounce of St. Germain, and then topped it off with the elderflower tonic. And this is fire. Did you do an ounce or two ounces of each? Ooh. I feel like you did two. Did I do it was two the, of it each? Was the, it was the bigger side of the... <laughs> <laughs> Pour at your leisure, yeah, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the two different. <laughs> but this one, that, that one hit different. It definitely did, dude. This one's good, man. So, and it, the lime juice made a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. I like the lime juice because I I thought originally because it was orange flavored sort of gin that the orange would like make it pop out more, but actually the lime made it like brought the flavor out of it more somehow. It's like the contrast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know, but it's good, man. So we'll we'll put it up. Uh, the recipe as usual, and um, yeah, it's pretty fire, man. I, we've we have like gin and tonics like nineteen different ways at this point in time. Like we always mess with gin and tonics, man. <laughs> They're just delicious, man. Mm-hmm. They hit, man. Every time they hit, and you wake up feeling feeling like you didn't have fifteen gin and tonics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, me and me and the uh, I didn't I didn't hit you up with this earlier, man. Me and the kids went to Disney this past week. Okay. And uh, first time that I've been there in crap, man. I don't even know how long. Did you do the Magic Kingdom? We did. We actually did Park Hopper. Oh, okay. So you hopped right. So we did Magic Kingdom. We did um, Animal Kingdom, and then we did. We finished it off at MGM or not MGM Hollywood Studios. Okay. MGM is for the old school (laughs) for the the old old school folks. (laughs) Um, And from working there for so long, like I don't know, man. I got like PTSD. Yeah, we take it for granted because we live here too, and we both have worked there, so we're like, eh, we're Disneyed out. Yeah, right. I'm Disneyed out, but but my youngest is like disney freak like oh really loves okay. it yeah like like he can't wait in like four years he wants to work there wow you know what i mean and so so we so i, I was reluctantly said yes to go um but no man we went like good time man they, they don't do the park hopper oh, no, i'm sorry they don't do the uh the fast pass anymore oh they don't no they do what's called like the genie which is essentially like you can book you can kind of book a ride so like but a reservation almost Okay. You can book a ride like one at a time. So essentially, like you want to ride, I don't know, whatever. You want to ride Small World, like you can kind of book it. And then after you ride it, then you can book your next ride. Okay. So you can't just go to the, you can't just go, go to, to the, the Fast door. Pass ride. Or just book a bunch of rides at a time. Correct. Okay. Um, 
But man, you know what, man? Disney never dis- disappoints, bro. Like everything was kind of grade A, man. Pull this shit off. Like. They do, bro. They they do a good job, bro. And so we paid. We did like the. We paid for like the 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 premium parking, right? To to get closer, which typically I would never do. Folks, it's stupid not to. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so much closer. It's than so that. much closer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to do the monorail, right? Well, you got to you got to imagine. Or not the monorail, the tram. The tram. No, there's no, no tram. Right. Bro. You just walk right there. You just walk right there. Yeah, and it, and it's good for like all the parks, and it's like it's like twenty dollars more. It's so worth it, yeah. bro. If you're already spending nine hundred dollars to be there for bro, a family of four. Yeah, that was yeah, the other yeah. thing, bro. I want to say like all in, bro, about a G. A G, yeah. For one day, one day park hoppers, family of five, um, bro. We went to so so they also do. Um, and and you've seen the 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 food areas yeah. in the in so we ate in the Magic Kingdom. Back in the day, and I worked foods there. Lines would be out the door, so they have this cool thing now where you order um, through the app, and then you basically, when you get there, you kind of hit the thing that says like, "Yo, we're here," and they just go, "All right, just just find a seat and hang out," and then on the app it goes, "Your food's ready at window five. Oh, and you walk up to window five, and they give you your tray of all your shit. So and you nobody waiting in line. Nobody's waiting in line anymore, man. So you walk to those restaurants where it used to be like lined out, out the door. Yeah. Oh, now Disney figures it out. Yeah, bro. Time, bro. They so so not for nothing, man. Like uh, you know, pretty penny spent on that, man. But um, you know, definitely not disappointed in that in the experience as a whole. Dude, I was tripping out because we did like uh, horror nights recently, right? And oh like, yeah, the pricing. And then we're looking at like some other haunted houses. They kind of local. They weren't horror nights yep. uh caliber, right? And the prices are still like these local haunted houses, like fifty to like seventy five dollars a person. I was like, bro, fifty to seventy five dollars a person to go to like somebody's yard. <laughs> I was like, bro, I can go walk they around. They got a couple of spider webs, <laughs> skeletons. Bro, I was like, I go walk around the Bronx for free and, <laughs> and possibly get murdered for real. <laughs> like, I got to run for sc- real. Scary enough. Why the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why am I paying $75? I'm like, it's cr- but yeah, you're right. Dude, the, um, I haven't taken my youngest since he's been uh, sort of old enough, I guess, to enjoy Disney. Uh, so, so we have to do that. But yeah, every time I look at it, I go, that's a grand. I'm going to go yeah. spend a grand on a Saturday. And like, yeah, I was mad. I'm gonna do it, but yeah, yeah, you'd be mad beforehand, and then you know it's gonna be dope, right? It's the principle of it because we've gotten in so, for free so many times that the idea <laughs> of paying for it is infuriating. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I, guess I used I'm to get gonna... it for free and bring three people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really that. It's not even so much the price of it. It's the it's the fact that I've done it for so long for free that like the idea that I have to pay for it now. Yeah. It's so like why? I don't want to. Like, yeah, yeah. No, but it, but it was. Like you a, said, it's it was always a good, a good time. It was a good day, man. And and now that you brought up the whole running for your life in the Bronx. <laughs> Speaking of the Bronx, bro, I think I live in the fucking Bronx right now. It was like a triple homicide in my area Yo. today, man. You see that shit on the news, dude? That shit was literally. And you know what, man? So it was literally like maybe a mile i think it was less than a mile yeah, from my that's house pretty close for you who this dude killed like three people um in these in these apartments that are maybe less than a mile from my house and um man it just it, it just goes to show i go i never thought my neighborhood was great anyway i think where i it's live not bad though yeah you're right but but i think that where i live like down my street it's kind of secluded and it's and i and i like that 
but man, you leave my street and 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 it's not in the best place. And you know how I know? We got pawn shops, we got ascots. <laughs> <laughs> we got pawn shop and ascots, bro. <laughs> Did you see that? You know, and we got and we got bodegas and shit, man. We got, you know, what I mean, like we got we got the little the the the, the little like it's it's a very Hispanic area where where I live. Um, but I was just like There's a lot of Puerto Ricans just <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. But I but I was just like damn man like because as a matter of fact this morning I saw I was working and I hear this helicopter flying around like my backyard essentially, and um, I went outside I saw it was like News Six I went to the News Six network checked it out. And it was like live footage of this triple homicide. The homie was on the run. Yep. So then you, I came over here, but you said that that it was at your wife's school, right? Yeah, yeah. Or he, close to. He was uh, close to the school. He was uh, he barricaded himself in his car, I guess, and he was and mm-hmm. the SWAT had surrounded his car, and they were trying to end it peacefully, bro. And I'm over here like I saw the, the thing online, and I'm like, shoot him! <laughs> I was like, bro, why are we? They're like trying to figure out a way to get him out the car without, yeah. you know. I'm like, he just killed three people, bro. Stop wasting taxpayer dollars. Get the shit moving. <laughs> shoot him. Let's get it popping. We got stuff to do today. <laughs> Like, and bro. he had a weapon. Yeah, bro. Anyone, bro. It's infuriating because you go, how do you pick and choose which ones you try to talk off the ledge? Like you, like I don't know, bro. Any other race? Like he was Puerto Rican, but he 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 on the lighter side. He on the lighter side, right? <laughs> so you go at the time you don't really know, right? <laughs> like what's your name, he, Carlos? I right, shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> but if he says his name's like Aaron, you're on the fence. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Let him live. Let's, might, let's try to talk him out. He, he might, might be one of us. Yeah, he might be one of us. Let's let him get out of this shit. <laughs> and every time I see that shit, I'm like, kill him. I'm like, I'm rooting for the SWAT. Dude, I wonder if because of the climate of the country and the way it's been over the last couple of years, if, you know, if, say, with three years ago, would that guy have gotten shot? And, may, and maybe now they're sort of being like, they're being more sensitive towards it or I don't know. But here's why I think it's stupid. It's like, if, listen, we've talked about this. Being a cop is pretty difficult, and those heat of the moment situations are are obviously super hard, right? When you're trying to choose life or death or whether you kill somebody. If you are on the run because of a triple homicide, I'm gonna go ahead and say none of us gonna feel bad for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you pull me over for a routine traffic stop and you feel the need to pull a gun, like common sense tells me, bro, like we're not gonna feel bad for this guy, right? We're gonna feel bad for the guy who got pulled over at a routine traffic stop. Like, it, right. like, does somebody has to think this shit through and go like, yeah? But you know what? The the, the headline would turn into something else, or possibly yeah. turn something else, right? Um, this is why I couldn't pass a psyche valve for the police academy. Though. <laughs> every every one of my answers was chitty bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, is it his life or mine? Yeah. I'm shooting that guy. I'm shooting every time no questions asked. Bro. <laughs> Speaking of shooting no questions asked, <laughs> my comment from another week goes out to my beloved United States Marine Corps. Let's go. Oh, bro. Happy 246th birthday to the United States Marine Corps. And yes, I said that right, 246 people. For those of you who know the history of the country, uh, the Marine Corps is actually founded in November 10th, 1775, which is about a year before the we actually became a country. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not firm on that date when we became a country. But I know it was 1776. 1776, yeah. Um, but prior to, you know, they, they were initially the Continental Marines of the Revolutionary War. 
Uh, one of the cool facts about the Marine Corps, man, they, they were actually founded in a bar. Ton, really? Ton Tavern is in Philadelphia. Still around? I don't know, um, but it is. It, it, back then it was, a, it was a tavern and a brewery. And that's what they used to like recruit. Um, and and it's funny because like the the kind of the, the history of of us drinking is like we drink like fish. Yeah. And so it just kind of goes back to the to the history of it. One of the one of the cool facts, man, that I found out actually a couple of days ago, was that seventy five percent of Marines get out of the Marine Corps after four years of service. What's the rate for the rest of them? I don't know, but it's not as high. It's not as high. No, it's not as high. But That's a lot, man. But I will say this, man. Like, and and there is pride. So only a quarter choose to make it a career per se. Only a quarter choose to go past the first four years. Four. So wow. Okay. Which is kind of crazy. Um, but I read that the 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 Marine Corps actually embraces that. They actually embrace the like move them out and replace. Uh, because you don't get people lingering around who don't want to be there, maybe. I don't know, like, man. I don't know what it is. But you know what's funny, man? Something like that with such a high turnover, you would think that people would hate it. And it's actually, I don't know if there's another branch of the service that's sort of more prideful than the Marines. Than the Marines. You're right. And it's like everybody that I've ever met that's that, that's been a Marine at some time in their life. Like it could, And I'm talking about it could be like... 80 90 year olds that served for four years you know when they were like 20 or 18 years old that pride that they instill in you is man it's 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 forever it, yeah i mean we, we have conversations all the time about obviously your time and the stories and all that stuff and he, even i get pride for i wasn't there but just hearing the stories or you're just like oh it's dope you know like that that's fire i find it um Based on every story you've ever told me about, like boot camp and all that other stuff, the idea that I would get through four years and quit, be like, I ain't go through that for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, like, I'm like, damn, bro, like I suffered through all that. And so just, I mean, I guess maybe you can make an argument for like it was miser- miserable. And so you have to, because you have to sort of honor your commitment, right? For the, it's, is it four years minimum now? It used to for, be two, right? No, for them, it's four. I think, the thing, I think like in the army, I think you can do two. Do two. I don't know about the other branches, but Marine Corps is four. It's, you have to do four. It's actually an eight-year commitment. Um, you do four years of active service and then four years of inactive reserve service, which essentially do those next four years. Or the, the latter four years, you can be called back at any time and you just have to check in at a reserve station close to where your permanent residence is once a year. Okay. So you check in like just you drop just, in? You essentially like they like they tell you, like, oh, you gotta be check in on, you know, between this day and this day, or maybe it's just like on this particular day. You kinda just go in there and you go like, Yep, like my this is I'm still here and I still live at this address and just so, so they know so they know where they can find you. So they know where they can find you. Wow. So, so it's actually, it was funny, man. When I when I signed up, I remember them going, um, you know, and they were kind of going through the contract, and they're like, "Okay, so this is an eight year commitment." And I was like, "Whoa, man! I signed up for four. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna be old." <laughs> yeah, you really think that, bro? Yeah, you think eight years at eighteen or nineteen twenty? You that think was eight 20, years bro. Is the end of your life, bro? I thought four years, man. As a matter of matter of fact, the the recruiter I remember at the time told me because um, I was hesitant towards like like before i actually signed on and he goes man what are you worried about and i said man to be honest i think that i feel like i'm gonna miss stuff and he goes look around at all your friends 
they will be doing, he goes, the majority of them will be doing the exact same thing they're doing today when you get back after four years. And he was right. He was right. <laughs> yeah. He was right. I mean, no offense to, to people, right? That's that, that's normal. That's that's human nature, bro. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're not sometimes if you're not forced into into um, uncomfortable situations or new situations, you don't seek them out. Yeah, you just kind of ride it out. Yeah, bro, bro, I had a um, you know, like they always have the recruiters that kind of hang out with you in high school. Oh yeah. And so I had one, and uh, I felt kind of bad, bro, because I strung him along. I left this guy with blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was joining for real. You didn't give him a reach around. I didn't give him bro, nothing, bro. <laughs> nothing, bro. That was a tease. And like right towards the end where it was going to be the time where I had to sign. So this is like right around the sort of kickoff of the war in Afghanistan, Iraq. Oh, yeah. Good all you, this bro. shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I bitched out last minute. And uh, the guy goes, you know, and he's sort of saying to him, what are you so worried about? He's telling me this. And he's trying to like sell, sell me on this dream, right? And uh, <laughs> by the end of it, I went, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't want to get shot at. <laughs> I don't have it in me. I'm like, yeah. he goes, oh, but the chances of that, I was like, I don't know if you watch the news lately, bro, <laughs> but we are actively getting shot at. I was like, yeah. And we're, we're out there seeking violence. I'm like, I'm good, bro. I was like, and, and it's so funny because I go, I have so much respect for the people who are willing to go through that because I was like, I couldn't do it. I yeah. never did me, bro. Like I could do it in a time where, like, right, it was peaceful. Uh, oh yeah, it's a far fetched idea that I would ever actually. But I go, I'm joining, and it's funny because when I was first talking to him, he literally told me, like, yeah, there's a very good chance you're gonna get deployed to either Afghanistan, Iraq, and da da da. And of course, when I'm backing out, it's like, oh, you never know. You could pick a thing, and you know, you could go get stationed in Japan or something. I was like, wow, nah, bro. <laughs> I wish, I'm, and I'm glad you had that insight, right? To to, to go like, no, like I'm I, I'm gonna go. He should have been. He should have stayed with that same honesty and been like, yeah, like, you are going to go. Yeah, like, I go, I kept thinking, like, you don't want me next to you if I'm the coward who's like, <laughs> I don't want to die here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or yeah, maybe you do, because I'm trying, I'm going ham. I'm knocking know, your ass out. Yep. <laughs> carrying you away. Leave him, yeah, leave me <laughs> tucked somewhere inside of a fucking barrack or, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, do not give that guy a smelling salt. Leave but, him yeah. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. Dude looked at me as I was gonna be honest, bro. <laughs> I don't like getting shot at. <laughs> so the idea of it petrifies me. I'm good. <laughs> you don't spawn back or nothing. Nothing, bro. This ain't Call of Duty, dog. <laughs> you don't get three lives. Yeah, nothing, bro. I can't put another quarter in the machine. No, it's game over for real. <laughs> it's like, nah, I got a lot of shit to do. I was like, nope. But that shit was so funny. He Dude, was livid, bro. I, I had this. Uh, I, I served with this guy, man. That he did. Um, he did a, a tour in Vietnam, and so he actually, and he actually was in Vietnam, and then he got out, and then he came back in, and I had the pleasure of serving with him. You know, sort of the the later part of his life and his career. But he told me the story, man, of being in, in Vietnam where he was a young, young guy, and. Um, his duty was to watch over this bridge. So he's watching over the bridge and he says he starts to see this uh, old guy and this young and, and a young kid coming across the bridge. And they basically had orders to just like, yo, watch the bridge. If any enemy comes across there, you shoot him. Okay. And so he told, uh, so he sees this, this old man and this little girl and he, and he calls over the guy who was in charge or whoever it was, right? And goes, hey, check this out. Gives him the binoculars. It's like it's an old man and a woman. And um, the guy in charge tells him, shoot him. And then he kind of sights in and he looks at the, the guy in charge and goes, 
man, are, are you sure? Like, it's an old guy and a girl. And he's like, shoot him. And he doesn't do it. And the guy in charge gets pissed, grabs his, grabs his own gun, shoots him. And they explode. <sighs> that crazy, bro? And so that kind of, you know what I mean? Like those, the, you know, and that's a, it's, it's a horrible, it's a horrible story on, on, on both sides, right? Like they had, they had to kill them, but the, they were also sort of essentially suicide bombers, well, right? Yeah, Coming you across. Ma- Dude, and who wants to make Who wants to make call? that call? Because I, I, I know people like in Iraq or like, like, um, what was it? Was it Fallujah the first, the, the, the first song? Um, Fallujah was like the, the big pop-off. The big pop-off. Yeah. And I remember them going door to door sort of oh, like yes. kicking in doing yeah. that and i have friends who were just like yeah there were kids like trying to kill me and then you're like but i gotta kill kids like and it was like i gotta kill kids i don't and and i can't think about it i, I can't hesitate like because you do the milk and then you're blowing dead. you up or you're dead and yeah. Shit. yeah and some of the most horrific stories i've heard from people that i know who did that were all involved like kids or women or whatever yeah. where they're just like you don't want to believe it but then you see enough of it where you're like bro everybody's getting the smoke because i don't know who yeah who means well or what i was like yeah man i mean i was in during the during a, a, a peaceful time there was no major wars going on when i was in so i was lucky um but still you know super prideful for being being in the marines man Them guys taught me a lot and a lot of those principles are still carry with me today so shout out to all the marines out there yes, sir. uh from the past present and for the future guys coming up you got my current footprint of the week oh shout out to you guys man fucking name um mine is not so positive or <laughs> it depends on how you look at it no. i actually happen to think that this is a very positive experience uh especially if you're a fan so my, my my carbon footprint bro is uh is a little lead singer of a band named brass against um that's the band the band's name is brass against the front woman uh for brass against her name is sophia urista okay uh so sophia was rocking out doing a little set here at um it was in Daytona. It was actually here. It was a whole metal festival. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that was this. That was this weekend. Yeah, this oh, past weekend. Welcome to Rockville Festival yeah. at at the Daytona International they had Speedway. A huge lineup. So, um, Bra Sophia, man, decides to uh, in the middle of her set. There's some fans in the front row. There's one particular fan. They're going crazy. I don't know what this guy said to her, but she proceeds to pull her pants down and takes a leak on the guy in the middle of the set, like on. <laughs> Get up, bro. I mean. <laughs> Pull her pants down yeah. and just spray this dude with this, <laughs> like full golden shower. Just and listen, I want to see what how was, what was the guy's reaction. He was into it. He's into it. He was excited as he fuck. He probably asked for it. That's what I'm thinking. Is he maybe he's like, oh, piss on me. And she was like, all right, like, bro. And at first I go, that's nasty, right? And then I go. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> How she, she look? Yeah. She not bad looking. P is not my thing, so I don't care what you look like. However, if P is this guy's thing, and you're a fan of this band and this woman, she kind of made your weekend, bro. <laughs> this guy's happy. This guy's happy. He hasn't bathed bro. all week. <laughs> this guy's roaming around, bro. Yeah, with Sophia's piss, like smell my shirt. <laughs> So I'm like, she don't, la- you, don't you dare wash those clothes, honey. <laughs> and these stay like this forever. But she left her mark, figuratively. Seriously, and 
speaking, bro. I was like, and so now she's getting a bunch of shit. And of course, she had to come out and apologize. Like, I took it too far. And I'm like, did you though? Like, again, what if this dude said, like, yo, be on me? And she's just like, you caught up in the moment, bro. You, you rocking out. You high. Bro. Yeah, you do. You, if you're hurt, I would love to hear her story. Like, she goes, like, nah, I just felt like peeing on him. <laughs> like, maybe peeing's her thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know, bro. And to see, no, man, because like, would you do it if you didn't think the other person was into it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. Right? Like some people would like to get shit on. Yeah, because this dude could sue you or do that. Yeah, like none, nothing with like, the whole it's, bodily it's, function. It's assault, right? It would be assault if if, if you didn't want it. I would assume so. Right? If you get spit on, it's assault. But if it's not, it's a sexual act. <laughs> it's a fine line, bro. <laughs> it's, it's rape. It's a fine line. It's. Rape. <laughs> it's <laughs> Bro, how you piss rape me? <laughs> That's a new, yo. But for real though, right? Like the difference between like a a choke and <laughs> like assault with a choke, and then a choke choke is how into it they are, right? And yeah. then and then what you look like. Like if you're an ugly dude, you ain't getting away with choking nobody. <laughs> and if you're an ugly chick, you ain't peeing on nobody. <laughs> Man, they didn't say any article that that he asked for it or anything. I didn't say. There's just like video of it online, and then of course they're giving her shit now. And maybe there is something out there where the guy comes out and is like, "But I'm sure he's standing there like, oh, bro, like, he's taking it like, right? bro, it, he's taking it like he's expecting, it's like it. rain from heaven. Yeah, bro, purple rain, purple rain. He's just, <laughs> he's, he's in the zone, bro. This guy is clearly into it, and I was like, I don't know, bro. Don't be so quick to judge. Maybe this dude was into that shit, and she just made this guy's life. Yeah. Right, because you figure in that in that scenario, unless the guy presses charges, then it should be fine. Everybody's a winner. I mean, it's kind of gross, but I mate, mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be peed on, but shit, if he does, man, more yeah, power good for him. him. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, bro, if he wants to get peed on, like him, only him and whoever he lives with has to deal with that shit. Yep, and w- if he don't live with nobody, then he's good to go. He's good to go, bro. He got peed on by the lead singer of some metal band. He's probably ecstatic. I would love to. Yo, let me find this guy. There was a lot. That was a big lineup, man. I know that Metallica was on that lineup. They played like two nights. Um, I was in Daytona this weekend, and I could hear it from from where we were staying. Um, and that's what kind of reminded me that I was like, oh, man, they're supposed to be around here, you know, soon. And then the next day I was walking in the, uh, on the uh, on the pier on the beach, and I saw a lot of the metalheads with their shirt on, with their shirts. Oh, with, with the shirts. Of yeah, Anthrax, Metallica, I mean, you name it. Um, bands I never heard of. That would, be, that would have been fun to go to. A little metal festival at yeah. Daytona Speedway. I mean, I don't want to get peed on, but I definitely would have. <laughs> yeah, I would have I would have avoided the piss. <laughs> Bro, if you're there and he's a couple feet away from you getting peed on, like, are you cheering this on? If he's into it, yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I would be. I'd be like, all right, bro, do you. Yeah. I'd, have been like, I'd have been ecstatic for him. If he was happy. But I would have backed up. Definitely. I'm not because trying to I'm get hit. I'm not trying to yeah. get I don't want no splash or nothing. No, I don't want to be in a splash or nothing. Nope. I'm like, y'all, y'all ain't put no signage up. <laughs> I would have sat three rows behind. Y'all need to warn me. Yeah, I don't want no, like, no driplets, nothing. <laughs> but to you. I wonder, based on the amount of uh, bands they had there, I wonder if it was like the one that we went to many years ago, which is like all like the different, like the smaller stages. And mm-hmm. they just keep on, like one band keeps coming up one after another on the different stages. It has to be, And right. just keep kind of moving to moving where you want. Stage wanna, to stage, yeah. yeah. And then, like, the bigger bands would be on the bigger stages yep. or inside the amphitheater. That shit was lit. That was hella fun. Yeah, we got to do one of those again. Yeah, that's awesome. They're peeing on people and everything these days, bro. We're missing out. Man, or, <laughs> or he could have had, maybe maybe this guy just had mental health issues. Listen, do you think that, eh, 
I guess every fetish is some form of a mental. Is it? I don't know. Our fetish, our fetish is a form of mental health. Are they? I, I don't know. To somebody. <laughs> to whoever thinks it's whoever weird. Whoever thinks it's weird, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what's wrong with Ben Simmons. <laughs> you think Ben likes getting peed on? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Yo, did you see this shit this week, man? So Ben Simmons, for those of you who don't know, he is, uh, is he power forward? Yeah, I guess. Anyway, so. just for, for those of you who are not even into sports, this guy's a basketball player. Plays for the Philadelphia 76ers and has not played this year because he's like, his mind's not right. So it's like mental health issues. And he's been getting like fines and, um, and negative publicity because of these health issues that he, or these mental health issues that he's having. Um, but now the 76ers are going to him like, okay, we're giving you the doctors. Now we want the doctors to tell us. Like, A, first of all, you tell us when you're going to be back. And then he's going, I don't know. Like, my mind's not right. And they're like, no, that's not, that doesn't cut it. So now here's the doctors. Now we want the doctors to tell us when you're going to be ready or if whatever you're feeling is preventing you from playing. None of it real or not. Right. But it's preventing you from playing. I think that's fair. Yeah. So there's been this big push about mental health lately, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like health, your health is mental health, right? Then you have to treat it like you treat all other kinds of like health, if you're right? sick yeah so if i tell my job yo i have strep and i can't come in inevitably they're gonna be like bro can we see the doctor's note that tells me you have strep like and you can't come in for three days or four days or whatever it is or till you t- COVID, till you test negative or you know like so then why can't i then ask for backup to prove that you have that you're suffering from some kind of mental health like why is that any different than if the movement is to say, hey, we need to treat mental health the same way we treat every other physical ailment that's related to your body, then we have to keep the same energy the whole way through, the same way I would ask you for backup on yeah. those other ones. And I can see that too, man. But I started thinking about like as a society, like I know me- mental health is, is sort of a, a... It's trendy right now. It's, you're right. It's kind of a, mm-hmm. a, a new thing that we're focusing on. Like, are we getting soft? As a society, or, or or are we just understanding humans more and going, okay, this is something else that prevents us from performing at peak levels, and we need to acknowledge it? There's definitely a level soft, right? Like, because we don't have the adversity we used to have, I think there's certainly... Like, I think it's a little bit of everything, right? Like, we're certainly uh, more educated now, right? And so we're able to recognize that certain things just aren't normal. I also think there's something to be said for times are super easy and so then all that does is amplify i don't want to say small shit but it amplifies other stuff like we're not worried about surviving like we talk about this all the time bro like i'm not worried about where my next meal is coming from i don't have yeah. to hunt down a fucking lemur today to eat like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> why out of all animals know, bro, you it's the first thing that came to my head like i don't have to go fight a wild boar later right so then it like innately it just gives you all the time in the world to think about everything else like and then I don't want to say make up your own problems, but in some ways I feel like we do have to create our own conflict now because life's too easy. Like life's cake now, man. Like you, and, and especially if you live in a first world country. Yeah, it, it, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about if you live out in the middle of the jungle and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you still suck. But yeah, your your shit is real. Your shit is real, and and like I'm sorry, like you definitely got mental health issues <laughs> and everything else, probably right, but. Like, for most of the first world country today, life's kind of cake, man. Dude, I heard this thing the other day, man, that kind of goes along with what you said. And it was, let me see if I get this right. It was like hard times create, I think it's like hard times create like 
tough men tough men create easy times easy times create soft men soft men create hard times yeah so are so if that's like the the kind of the circle it's cyclical, right so we're going back right so we're going so right are, are we going back are we setting ourselves up to create hard times again because even even watching our kids grow up right and I don't want. I don't even want to say that I had any kind of like real struggle growing up, man. I, I had a I had a decent, you know. I live a single mom, but my mom handled her business and 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 she took care of us. And I never really wanted for anything. Like there was nothing that I that I really needed. I never never went hungry. You know, none of that shit, right? So I could I could I could argue that my childhood and life was has been pretty pretty simple. I worked hard as a young adult and then into my adulthood and I have what I have now because of how hard I worked, right? And and what I was taught growing up. But I look at my kids, man, and that's I worry about that shit sometimes and and I'm like, man, like I I just like I don't see I don't see the work ethic. Um now they're in school and they're learning things that they don't want. But I feel like we all did that. So I don't. I just don't know where that's going, and I'm really interested in the next ten years to see how that shit plays out. To a degree, right? Based on our perspective or our actual reality of of what we grew up in, right? Like uh, your kids would argue that they that they you know quote unquote I guess face adversity when when the internet went out. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it, but dude, you think about like you said, you were saying your life's easy. Think about something as simple as like doing a book report for you, the amount of effort it required because you had mm-hmm. to go to a library, you had to go through a card catalog, you had right. to go find this book, right? Your kids can finish that, that that same thing now that would take you half the day, they can do it in 30 minutes because of the internet and, or even their phone, right? Like the internet right. and it's at but the- But the 30 minutes to them is- Horrible. Is, is equally as horrible as, as my half yeah. day. And then their kids are gonna be like, oh, I just thought about it and they showed I got up a headache. on my thing. No. No, but I mean, like, whatever oh, their yes. tech is, is going to be like, oh, I thought about it. And then it showed up on my tablet. And then, you know, then I, I thought of the article and it just wrote out itself because I th- I didn't have to type it. Like, you guys used to type. That must have been fucking terrible. What a horrible time to live in. You know, like, there's, gonna, yeah, there's yeah. like, layers to this where every single generation is going to be, quote, unquote, I guess, softer than the one, the previous one. Like, but e- each one of them will think that their adversity was like hard, you know, like, uh, I don't know, I guess we'll think of it as they had to go through a lot when they really didn't in comparison to, I guess, like ours or the one before or the one before that. Or yeah. Like, I think I was telling you earlier, man, that we was doing, uh, I was doing uh, revolutionary war stuff with my, with my son and um, we was going through it and, and he was kind of talking about like how there was a lot of people that didn't want to go to war. But it was just like, oh, like all this propaganda came out and was like, oh, we got to break away from the British. And then there was like these farmers that had their plantations and they were good to go. And they're like, wait a minute, man. I like, I mean, I don't like the British either, but I'm good to go. We got a good thing going, bro. We about to fuck it up because cause George don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck George. I don't even know George. <laughs> don't he got wooded teeth? <laughs> I can't even chew meat. I can't trust this guy. <laughs> but you're so right, though. Because think about it. If today, bro, if if one of your neighbors today came over and went like, "Yo, we're we're we're, we're building up. We're gonna fight back against a buddy Dyer, uh, mayor of Orlando." You oh, know, like and if you just go like right, because the country right now is like half of them or more than half is against Biden. Yeah, right. So they go, "Oh, we need to go uprise." And I'm like, "Nah, bro. My life is not right. me, man. Not me. Yeah. Like he's sleeping. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> he don't leave, want the smoke. Like, leave him alone, man. He'll be gone in three years. Yeah. He'll be gone a lot less yeah. than three, bro. He, I'll be forgetting we got a president. 
Yo, never in my life, bro, have I literally forgotten who's in any position. Bro, I forget he's president. I had to think real hard the other day who the vice president was. Like, like it came up. I forget, and I was, I was like, fuck. I don't know who the secretary of state is. Secretary of Defense is. I used to know oh, this stuff, either. bro. Yeah, can you name me the Secretary of Defense no. or Secretary of State? Or I don't Did know anybody, bro. No, I don't want to. I don't care. Look it up. <laughs> it's, 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 bro, watch it be like Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> He's the ambassador. AKA Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton. He's <laughs> the ambassador to Puerto Rico. I'm like, I didn't even know we had an ambassador. But I don't know anybody anymore, dude. Joe Biden, like, he made the government disappear. Off the map, like and maybe in some ways that's what people wanted. Oh needed. wow! Current uh, U.S. Secretary of State is Anthony Blinken. Johnny I don't even know. Is, I don't know who that is, bro. I was gonna be like Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> She's still doing that, bro. Dude, I just be seeing him on TV. I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, look, <laughs> uh-huh. he fell asleep again. <laughs> uh-huh. like, he, need a, he need a nap, bro. I don't be understanding anything. He just blinks a lot, and then he says random shit. I'm like, yo, get it together, bro. I'll be like, man, leave him alone, man. He need, he need another nap. <laughs> How tired can you be? <laughs> Dude, at that age, <laughs> that's all you do is take take naps. He bro. walked down the steps and he's like, all right, cool. This is lunchtime. <laughs> Dude, not for nothing, man. I remember, um, so I remember my, my father as he was sort of getting older. Um, after he retired, like him and my mom would actually go, they would they would they were very active and they would go, you know go for their walks and whatever right but then as the years went on i remember he slowed down on that shit and eventually he was like yeah i don't do that shit no more (laughs) (laughs) i'm tired i guess there is an age that's why i go like why do we let someone like that run the country run i mean arguably why do we let someone like that become the most powerful person on earth i mean you could argue the president of the united states is probably absolutely but you figure in in this scenario, it's not. I don't even know if it's so much that that he wanted to run. I'm I'm actually surprised that the party put him up. But he was their best chance to win. Maybe not their best candidate, but he was the best. Just chance how to low win. our self esteem is when it comes to uh, politicians, bro. We like give me the guy that won't fight back. Who's who's the most docile guy you yeah. got, bro? It's like who? Yeah, who's the anti-Trump? Who's the anti? Yeah, yeah, right. Cause and and then Trump's gonna end up running again, bro. He might win. It got too quiet. Like I miss this I motherfucker. I'm I like, don't even know why. I don't even know why he would want to, bro. I'd be refreshing Twitter like like I'm looking for an ex girlfriend. <laughs> like I hope I, I hope they post it today. <laughs> Keep forgetting he's banned. I miss Trump on Twitter, bro. Shit was just follow hilarious. His oh, his son, his son is hysterical, bro. Like the fact that the 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 son of a president posts the shit that this guy posts, that in itself makes it funny. Like I go, I don't care who you are, you gotta have a sense of humor about certain things. Like I don't agree with like ninety percent of the shit he posts, but it doesn't make it less funny. Like the dude's hilarious, bro. And then Trump, I could just picture him, bro. He, oh my god, bro. If that guy gets to run again, but he will. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then what if he does it against Biden? Do you think it's against Biden? Well, it has to be. No, they're gonna have to wake. Nah, you don't have to. You you don't have to re up the nomination. He could he could no? push Kamala there or whatever. Oh, bro, but they're gonna have to keep nudging Biden, like waking him up for every question during the debate. <laughs> they're like, okay, sir, go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look at this guy. He can't even stay awake. Look at him. It's gonna be like fucking Trump. Oh my god, man. Hey, but dude, did you like sticking with that? Like, um, 
whole thing we were talking about before and saw people. I saw this uh, stat today. Maybe it wasn't today. Sometime this week. Something like 80% of the world's population lives off of less than $10 a day. Yeah? Yeah. I, and that shit blew my mind. And then I started thinking about where does the bulk of the world's population come from? Oh, it's all India, What's that? And India China, China. And don't they make up like, what, half of it? Well, China has, both of them have over a billion people. China has more. Yeah, doesn't China have like two? I, and and, 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 and I think India's catching up, man. China's definitely number one, I think. All right, let's see. 1.41 billion. In China? Yeah. So, okay, so between them and India, they have the third, a third, two countries. So, you know, poverty level is super high. And then now, one, almost 1.4 in India. In India, yeah. So, yeah, so, so they're, they're pretty two, much two, right. Almost so three. The world population is what, 8.5, 8.9? No, no, 7.9. Okay, so damn. So, even more. So, these guys represent like 40% of the world population, man. 35, yeah. 40%. Like, and then you go, the poverty level in some of those countries is super high, but then also the cost of living is probably in rural China. Probably not that much. Yeah, I don't or, know, man. That that I can't. I, can't I thought speak it was mind boggling. I'm like, who survives off of that? But then I started going, yeah, man. Like we're such a small part. Like I think of America. Like who lives off of less than ten dollars a day in America? But then I just like, yeah, we're such a small part of the world's population. Bro. We're like we're three hundred fifty million. Three hundred something million. Yep. Yeah, we're like, boy, the drop in the bucket and and the entire scope of things. Are we even ten percent of the world population? Nope. No. And you know what's funny, man? It, it kind of it kind of makes me think about you know all those commercials where they go, oh, give you know. Thirty-five dollars a month, which is like you give a dollar a day. And oh yeah, feed you feed the kids. Whatever, you'd be like, like bro, whoa, I'm going yeah, with you. Where? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Pull up together. <laughs> I got everybody. <laughs> right. So you like you don't give because you'd be like, that's bullshit. Yeah. But apparently not, man. If that's if that's a fact. They live on $10 a the day. The crazy part is, is if you see those places, bro, like I, I'm not even going to name organizations, uh, but the vast majority of those organizations, bro, for every dollar you donate, like, you know, like eight cents makes it to actually help people, bro. Oh, you're right? covering it because you're covering admin costs. So like these places have to have, they have to have employees, they have to have yeah. executives, they have to have like, so you're covering like all their administrative And even costs. though it's a nonprofit, you still have to pay people. Yeah. 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 Nonprofit is they're not allowed to make money, right? right? But you still have to pay employees. You still have to, if you want to hire a good CEO or a good, you still have to offer them a robust, you know, like a uh, compensation package. So then you're you talk about you're giving a dollar a day and maybe eight cents is feeding those kids, which is even less. And you go, fuck, who are you feeding for eight cents a day? Uh, it's it's nuts. That's why those commercials, like, every time I see one, it's like it, they're heartbreaking. And you're also like, man, you I know you have to you you have to be able to pull this off, right? So somebody has to pay for it somehow. But it just sucks that it's like that much of the donation. Like you, less than 10 percent of your yeah. donation, I think, actually makes it to, to, to the hands of people who need it. Did you see uh, Bernie Sanders this week came out and said had a tweet that was like Elon shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like that they gotta. <laughs> so he's like, you know, like like the billionaires gotta gotta pay their fair share, and then Elon goes, man, I didn't even know you were still alive, <laughs> or like I keep forgetting you were still forgetting alive. You're alive. <laughs> Such a great response from Elon. And, and he's he, like, you want me to sell more stock? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. He says, say the word, Bernie. That shit was funny. You know how much of a flex that is for Elon, bro? That's so good, man. And I wonder if he sees it as a flex. Elon? Yeah. I think he does. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's his way of being Because you know he's on a spectrum. Yeah, for sure. So like, 
I, I, I think I wonder, he gets man. it. I think he's smart enough to get like the I'm gonna like this comment in itself is telling me I don't give a fuck about this money, bro. Like I have so much of it. Like tell me, right. you, like yeah, like I'll sell more stock. Like okay, dude, Elon. Like and we, I think we've talked about this on here before. Guys like Elon to live off of. This goes back to the whole tax argument that with Bernie's bitching about him not paying taxes. Elon lives off of loans and then uses the stock as collateral, right? Like so, the loophole there is like you don't. None of us pay taxes on loans. So you take out a loan, right? A personal loan, whatever it is. And then you use the stock that you own in Tesla in this case or SpaceX or whatever as collateral against that loan. And so you can do that in perpetuity and you'll never pay taxes to like. So hold on. So let's, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. So if your house is paid off, mm-hmm. you take out a loan for a hundred K. And then I guess you just got to make payments on the hundred K. Yeah. And then you could live on the rest. Yeah. You just pay that monthly payment, and then you have that money, and then you just keep doing that, bro. You that you make the debt work for you. That's how that's how every rich person does it, bro. Wow. Honestly, you could do that right now, right? Somebody, it, somebody out there that's listening is going, "This motherfucker's stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for about ten years. <laughs> if, if you own a bunch of stock in anything, you could take loans and then and then put up the stock or or, or any asset really as collateral. That's what I'm saying. So like if you take it you take it to maybe maybe a lot of folks don't own, you know, that much stock to to use as collateral, but there are plenty of homeowners, right? And if you go if you're in that age lim- or age range of 50, you know, you're probably either house paid off or pretty damn close. Just live off of that. So you could take out tax free. $100,000 loan. So you and, then about, you get to, and then you get to write off the interest. Yep. And exactly. And then so so it works twice in your favor. And then dude, you think about it, if you borrow a car, right? You don't pay taxes on the money you're you're borrowing to buy that car. The difference is, is that they're using debt as a way they're using debt almost as an asset instead of right. how we normally do it where we take on liabilities, right? So like instead of taking on that car, they're like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like pay for my lifestyle through debt and then pay that debt and then just keep doing it. Like, and then I have all this, the, my wealth keeps increasing. So the value of the stock keeps increasing. So the banks feels good because they're, they're going to get made whole on their money. They're not worried about it. They kind of want you to default. Right. So right. they're going to keep giving you money and then you never have to pay tax. Like fix. How do you fix that? You're going to charge me tax on, on debt, on loans. Like, because now you're, you can't fuck just rich people. Right, then you, then you got to do it across the board. Got to do it. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That whole billionaire tax thing. I'm like, yeah, he also employs fucking how many people does Tesla and SpaceX yeah, and whatever. Yeah. It's like, man, get over it. That's nuts, dude. Let me tell you something, man. Speaking of houses, there's a British dude, a priest that got his house stolen. Wait, <laughs> like on like on wheels? What are we talking about? And he does not own a trailer. So like an actual house. An actual house. So check this out. This dude, again, he was a priest. Um, the guy's name is Mike Hall. He lives in uh, Lutton. I don't even know if I, if I spell that correctly or if I pronounce that correctly, but it's in the UK. Okay. Uh, it's about 30 miles north of London. This dude was on like a, an assignment at a place that was about four and a half hour drive away from where he lived. Okay. So for the better half of a year, he was on assignment. So he just wasn't living at his house. Okay. He gets a phone call from his neighbor, good neighbor, and says, yo, man, the lights have been on in your house and there's people in there. 
So the dude's like, oh, shit. Okay, somebody's probably, you know, haven't been there for a while, trying to rob me, whatever. The guy comes back, knocks on the door. Somebody doesn't know because his, because his key doesn't work. Oh, I'm like, how are you knocking on your own Sorry. door? Sorry. So, yeah, so he okay. goes up, tries his key. Key doesn't work. Um, knocks on the door. Guy opens it. Somebody he doesn't, re- he doesn't uh, recognize. He busts in and is like, dude, like, who are you? This is my house, whatever. And the guy was like, whoa, man, like, I'm the builder. I work for so-and-so. Like, this is his house. And he notices, he's like, all this shit's gone. I mean, like, even, like, the curtains are changed, like, everything. So the house is... The house is, like, not his anymore. And so the 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 builder leaves... Um, I guess he couldn't get a hold of the, the guy, but the guy that owns the house, his father comes back with him to the house. In the meantime, the, the, the rifle owner calls the police. And so they all show up at the same time and the police are like, all right, well, let's settle this. Where's the deed? And the dad of the new owner is able to produce, yo, look, we bought this. Here's the deed. And they were like, yo, that's his house. So how'd they get a deed, though? I don't know how they got the deed, but essentially someone over the year stole this guy's identity, created new driver's license, new bank accounts, and I guess somehow got a hold of, hey, like it was able to act as him and sell the house. This is why you have title insurance in the U.S., though, right? I don't know. Because then somebody lays claim to said house. I mean, it doesn't prevent you in the case of but fraud. But it is. But remember, but it is him, right? In the eyes of the law, it is this guy. It is Mike Hall that's selling the house. Because it was not the the, the buyer is not the bad guy. Bro, how you get robbed for a whole house? <laughs> Holy shit, bro. <laughs> so eventually, like they they you know I think they they, they got BBC. Um, you got to unwind the mess, in, basically. And yeah, involved in it, and and so they ate it up, and they kind of helped to unwind the mess. And you know, the guys, the guys got his house back, but it's like, and and they said, "Yo, this shit is not unheard of. It's it's rare, but it's not unheard of." That's insane, bro. Yo, Could you imagine, bro? Bro, the ball's on you to pull that off. <laughs> Just like steal a whole house, bro. <laughs> And don't even move it. And you don't even move it, bro. <laughs> you just like, nah, I live here now. How do you look at somebody with a straight face and go? No, but remember the guy that bought the house, he legitimately bought a house. Well, he thought he was legitimately buying it. Yeah. Was, people try to do that here all the time, don't they? Like they they fake, uh, they pretend to be realtors or owners and they squat in houses and they try to sell them on. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, or they'll I'm try sure to take like them. like uh, down payments or something and then disappear. And leave. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and that, sound, that sounds right. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you if you could get away with it? <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but it's the same. Every other scam has been thought of. That's true, man. Why wouldn't you do it with a house? Dude, this um, this shit, I don't know why, but I laugh way too hard at this shit. This uh, lady, man, what's her name? Miss, her name is Haley. Okay. All right. She found out her husband was cheating on her with her best friend. Okay. How she found out is kind of dope. So her best friend had a baby. Ooh. She's changing the baby's <laughs> diaper, being the best friend. Okay. Taking care of her, whatever, helping out the baby. She notices that the girl has a very distinct birthmark. And this birthmark, I guess it's called a bowling bump. And 
I guess it's sort of genetic. Like she goes, her son has it. Her husband has it. So when she saw it on the girl, she immediately knew that the husband had smashed the best friend. Wow, bro. I guess when she notices the birthmark, she looks over at the best friend. The best friend's in a room. The best friend sort of just kind of gives her a look like, uh-huh. Like, yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. Bro, she stuck around and helped her raise the baby. Like, the, the chick lived with her then and the husband. Uh, because this one, the wife was just like, yo, like, I just thought about the baby. Like, baby ain't nothing to do with this. Wow. Yeah. Eventually, man. the lady moves out, but she lived with them for like a year. The lady with the with the, the best kid, friend the who best had friend. the kid who smashed she moved up. Yeah. So were they living together when he was smashing? Um, I, It doesn't say. But um, she says several of his other children have it as well. So I knew exactly that the baby was my husband. So evidently, like a lot of this guy's kids have that same exact birthmark. In that yeah, team. yeah, no, that 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 makes sense. And if and if uh, and if it's in like the same region, I'm assuming it's in the groin area. Uh, based on the said, diaper chain, it said it was like um, extra cartilage. Yeah, so I think it it was. It was somewhere. Yeah, I think it was like kind of in the thigh or something. I don't know somewhere, but yeah, basically, she had like like a flap of skin extra. Wow, bro. yo. Mother Nature snitching, bro. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch, bro? You can't get away with nothing, dog. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, the penis look exactly like it. <laughs> I didn't hear you say like if it was a girl, the penis. I didn't know if it was like a daughter or a son. And I was just thinking like, she so gonna pull the diaper off? It's gonna be like that shit looks exactly like that my man's, <laughs> bro. Like I go. I got a mole on my pee-pee. Now I got to check if my son got a mole on his pee-pee. Yeah. And then I go, if I ever have a kid somebody, are they, is that going to have a mole on their pee-pee? Then it's going to dime me out. Bro, you can't get away with shit. <laughs> shit is stressful, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, you got to cover all bases. I got to cut loose skin now, too. That's, <laughs> that's that same mediocre dick I see every night. <laughs> I'm like, damn show is. <laughs> with the mole. <laughs> Bro, that's, I'm like, damn, dude. Yo, what are the that shit? What are the odds, man? It's so crazy. You, you just, uh, I just thought that shit was hysterical. I did see, dude, these prisoners, these fucking inmates are suing this jail. I think it's in New York. No, it's Oklahoma County Jail, bro. Because the jail forced them to listen to Baby Shark over and over and over again. What is it's Baby like, Shark? The song, the Baby Shark, that Baby Shark. You never heard of oh, Baby Shark? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Bro, they it. said as a torture mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> you can sue for that? I guess so. I wonder if they won. Let me see. All three inmates were allegedly tied and forced to stand against a wall for hours. In 2019... While the Baby Shark song was played repeatedly at a high volume, clinical psychologist John Mayer states that songs like Baby Shark might elicit painful reaction in the brain because they contain high-pitched tones and screechy sounds that irritate the ears. This is the lawyer? This is yeah, the, of the course. complaint? Yep. Of course. I wonder if they won this, bro. That's so good, bro. Yo, they're suing for 75K. Each? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good, man. That's, that's, probably one of, that's probably where this dude came from. This next dude that I got... Um, this guy got into a, an altercation with police. The guy's name is uh, Jason Jones. And um, he appeared to be intoxicated. But he get into a conversation with the, with the police. And it has, it's not the first time. So they tase him. 
and he lights on fire, bro. <laughs> he brought wait, like like combust, like like yeah, like he just like bursts in the flames because apparently before the confrontation he doused himself with hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What part of Florida is this? I don't know. I didn't even see where the hell this was. It had to be Florida. It just said it's unclear when and why he did that. Dip yourself in hand sanitizer. In the event you get tased. Bro, what kind of... What, how big of a bottle? You getting one of them big ass jugs? Yo, you get <laughs> just like the whole thing, shit. bro. Just like, and you're just like your face, the whole body doused. Like, how are you? You fall into a vat, and then literally just flames. That's what they said, bro. Bro, they're like they tase them, and he just like, boom, barbecue ribs. Just that's kind of crazy, bro. Not kinda. That shit is crazy. Dude, there's been so many like hilarious fucking stories this week like that. You seen um, <laughs> fucking Netflix finally did the math on how much it, it it's costing them where people sharing passwords. I was like, God oh, damn. Oh no, bro. They estimate that it cost them. Let me get the number. I just added up. It estimated it cost them 135 plus million every month from subscribers sharing passwords. And I could see that, but how much are you making? Oh yeah. And and is it is it worth the crackdown? Yeah, bro. It is. You think it's worth the crackdown? Bro, one thirty-five. Yeah, dude, but I mean, like, it's so. Here's my thing with that: people are always gonna find a way. Sure. Like, like, what are you gonna do if it's online? Other than having like a duo authentication, you know, where you would say every time you're gonna use it, before you use it, I'm gonna send you a text, and then you're gonna have to put in the code. People are gonna get tired of that shit, man. Yeah. So they're not gonna give out their passwords. So then you're gonna buy your own. Yeah, but then or do you go no, by? No, I'm saying, and I'm the guy that I don't give out my password. Yeah, and I'm and now and now I used to turn on Netflix, and now every time I put it on, it's gonna send a freaking code to my phone, and then I'll get people that that that, that that'll that'll be happy to go they'll like, do don't it. worry about it, bro. I'll send I'll send you the code. Yeah, now nah, they'll do it another way that we haven't thought of yet. They're gonna figure it out, bro. Dude, that's one point whatever billion dollars annually. Is it annually or is it a month? And I'm pretty sure no, it's one. It's 135 mil a month. So that's okay. how many billions a year, right? Like you figure yeah. that's the quick math on it: 1.4, 1.3 billion dollars ish. Like you're gonna figure that out. And I'm like the they're gonna do it with something we haven't thought of yet. I'm pretty sure, like a way to authenticate that. That to your point, like they're either gonna find a way to dual factor authenticate that or yeah, I don't know. I think Netflix loses money anyway. That's a lot of money for them, bro. I don't know what they're... I got to pull up their, their latest financials, but most of those companies lose money. So is that the difference? But they're not losing... I mean, they're, yes, they're losing money in that in that aspect. And I'm sure that is just a an estimate. Mm-hmm. It's probably, a, yeah, it is. It's it's probably a, a pretty good estimate, yeah. man. But still, man, I, I think that... I don't know if there's anything out there right now that will not make it... Oh, that'll make it more convenient for you and secure. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like eventually you'll just move to a registered IP address and then maybe devices? Like I got a phone and every time you get a new phone, you got to write. Like you got to go and you got to right. go through this whole Again, process. It's so going to be a pain in the ass. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Right. So like I don't mind doing it once on my phone, but then they go like, oh, you can only have it on two cell phones, three cell phones. So you start limiting that. Or I feel like what they'll start doing is they'll just charge. They'll just keep charging us all more. 
what's gonna happen. That's but what y'all paying for. That's what it'll do. Because at this point, bro, Netflix is what, almost twenty dollars a month. I don't even know, bro. And then we're all assholes because we're all paying. We're like, oh, we'll pay for Netflix and we'll pay for Hulu and we'll pay for Amazon Prime and we'll pay for like we're all back to paying the same cable bill. We used I was just to gonna pay. say, man, we don't <laughs> complain about cable, but yep. we all paying this all separate shit. Shit, I got cable and fucking streaming services. Yep. So I'm doing what difference does it make? I'm getting suckered everywhere, bro. But and I, I think that I think that that'll be the move. They'll just go like, ah, eh, we'll just increase it two dollars a month. Yeah, well, you know, everybody else pay for it, but Netflix, I pay for mine. Wink, wink. I don't. <laughs> I don't share my password. Y'all want to sponsor us? Yeah, yeah. For we'll, we'll listen. We'll help you come up with a with a way to crack down on these fucking thieves. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple people who have my Netflix password. You, bro, you, it should be infuriating to me. There's a couple of things that I have that I stream and I try to sign on, uh, and and it and it doesn't let me because it'll say too many streams too going many on streams, at once. Right. I'm getting furious. I'm like. Bro, how I pay for I just this change and I the can't password, get on. Bro. That's what I do. Now I just start changing passwords. I'm like, all right. I was like, I never use this shit. And when I want to use it, I can't. <laughs> change the password. And not for nothing, man. If, if, they, if they allow you to stream it on, on whatever, like four or five devices. Yeah. And if, you, and if the fifth device is your mom's TV, like, why not, bro? Why not? Yeah, who you know, say I'm not over there? Make it like that. Make, make it, you know, you, you go, there's maybe there's a price per device and if you want to add additional devices whether it's yours or your mom's then you pay the extra fee for the extra device sure but as far as like trying to crack down with dual authentication and all that shit man it's, it's gonna be hard dude at&t has a pain good, in the ass a good um system now where inside the house it, it's like 25 streams or something stupid it's super high something you never get over yeah. outside the house i can't have more than two at a time oh there you go but that works yeah. So like my TNT thing, like yeah, my stream won't work uh, if if it's out there and then I have it home. I think past the two, it won't work anymore. Yeah. So you're like, eh, that's probably a good yeah, way you to can do, do that. It. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. They'll figure that shit out, but yeah. All right, man. On that note, tell them where they can find us. <sighs> you guys aren't following us yet? Hit us up on uh, Instagram at the Carbon Footprint Podcast, on Facebook at the Carbon Footprint Podcast, TikTok at Carbon Footprint Podcast, YouTube the Carbon Footprint Podcast YouTube channel. Um, then you know, subscribe to us through Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Geo Seven. Ghana, Amazon Music, like everything, everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah, man, our, our streams went down to India. What's up, India? Yeah, what's up? Y'all gotta, they we gotta start talking more. They ain't India loving stuff. us no more. Yeah, right. It's a I, lot I of you, motherfuckers. I don't, yeah, that's right. I don't know why you love us in the first place. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We can't lost all of you guys. We love you there. Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, we gotta go do a podcast from right. All right, as always, love you guys. Thank you for the feedback and the support, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.